Hi, Bestie. Hi, Bestie. I'm Amy. I'm Roisin. And you are tuned back into a brand new episode of Buckle Up, Bestie. For those of you who are might be new around here, we are just two little tiny best friends from Carlo. At the moment, Roisin is in Lisbon and I am still in Carlo. I'll always be in Carlo and she might be in different places every week. So stay tuned to find out where she is. Our podcast is just based on the kind of deep car chats that you would have with your friend. So every week we catch you up on our own lives we do a topic of the week every week and this week our topic is urban slang words uh, we do a review of the week so this week it is Roisin is going to review Murdoch Murders a Southern Scandal from Netflix so stay tuned to see what she thinks of that and we also do an agony auntie section at the minute we have been doing am i the asshole from reddit or our listeners have been sending in am i the asshole and we are acting as two little judges telling you whether you are or aren't the asshole uh so we do that this week also please head over to our socials on instagram we are at buckle up bestie we'll put up polls there um and question boxes where you can join in and give your input and your feedback uh, we also have a TikTok, which is at Buckle Up Bestie Podcast. And we have an email if you'd like to send us over any messages, any stories, any dilemmas. We are uh, buckleupbestie at gmail.com. And of course, everything is kept anonymous and we would love to hear from you. So we really hope you enjoy this episode, Bestie. Buckle, Buckle up, Bestie. Hi, Miss. Hey, Missy. It's always so awkward because we've been talking for about 20 minutes. I know, it's like, right, we'll start now. And then I'm like, all right, cool, what will I start with? Maybe just what I start with every other week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I actually have, I have a would you rather if you want to start with that. Yes. It's not exactly a would you rather and you might have seen it. It's kind of like been popular uh, online the last couple of weeks. Uh, so it's dead old like everything when we finally get it out (laughs) um but it is (laughs) dead old okay so the like money gods uh are going to give you 50 grand but you can only receive the 50 grand if the person you hate most in the world also receives 100 grand are you going to take the 50 grand so you either both receive nothing or you receive 50 they receive 100 that's the deal Oh my god, I've never heard that before. Oh, first of all. Have you not? No, I've never heard it. And God, I don't. Do you know what? I think yes, because I think that I would. Because at the end of the day, I'm getting fifty grand, and also I'm putting mm-hmm. good karma out into the world. So you know, I could get another fifty somewhere down the line. Exactly, and I agree. And the way I see it is like they could get a hundred grand in the morning. They could win on a scratcher, and you'll still have nothing. So why not? get something out of it it's not going to affect you whether they're rich or poor you know what I mean so yeah I think take them it's a win-win everyone yeah they get double what you get but like you're not going to see it anyway and you never know they could take that 100 grand and use it for therapy (laughs) (laughs) please god but that my next question is would you tell them like would you tell them you only got that because I decided then I feel like they'd be like, yeah, well, I've doubled what you have. And then you're still going to hate each other. Also, I don't really hate anyone, like, truly. I know. I'm trying to think of, like, anybody, like, that I dislike enough not to go and give them money. But no, I think that, look, I'd take the 50, let them have the 100 grand and just say nothing about it. Like, whatever. Just let it be. And then surely somewhere along the way, I'll get some good deeds. Yeah, Exactly. 
I think I think uh, we're very mature for that answer, but we'll put it up to our followers so. next week. So, so your answer is the same then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm taking the 50 grand. No matter. I don't care who's getting the 100. And a quick question for you then, to back mm-hmm. up on that question. What's the first thing you get? Oh. It's hard. My mind is going to a few different places. I'm like... I'd bring everyone on a massive holiday. I'd get another sausage dog. I'd get a little apartment for myself or I'd get... Like, this is all possibilities. But maybe, like, a big holiday for everyone because I feel like we all deserve it. I know. I think that's... Maybe, like, a little cruise starting in Miami. (laughs) No, truthfully, this is going to be so sad. I'll tell you what I would get out of it. Because it's 50 grand at the end of the day. Like, it's not a life-changing amount of money. Like, you know what I mean? You can't even get a house out of that. Um, I think I'd let my parents buy a camper van. That's what they really are, like, they're saving for that. They really want that. And they've helped me out with so much. I'm just like, just take it and get a good camper van. (laughs) Oh my God, that'd be so cute. Imagine your parents having a little camper parked out in the garden. And I mean, then we can use it next year to go to EP. (laughs) You know what? It's kind of a a smart gift because... Here you go, mom and dad, I gave you money for this, but also always remember where you got it when I needed it for a lecture picnic. Also remember where you came from, but like, and that would be so handy for like me and Nelly's holidays. Like I could go anywhere like in Europe with her really. Oh, imagine just dri- driving around in a little camper, having Nell in the back, pop it on your dinner, being able to scooch, scooch into a cozy bed. Yeah, so cute. What would you do with it? God, I actually don't know. I think... I don't know what I'd do. I think, I know this is so boring, but I think I'd like save it all somewhere and then just use it for rent if I was going to move somewhere and like try to start acting. So then I wouldn't have to worry about where money's coming for rent and I'd just be able to go full throttle. That's actually really like smart. Also not as generous as yours. <laughs> it's kind of all about no, me but in scenario. It, but- it makes so much sense because somebody else might be like, oh, I might put it as a deposit for a house, but like, you don't want a house because you don't know where you want to be yet. Like, you know what I mean? So renting is the most, um, is the best option for you. So like that makes so much sense. My God, we're so like mature. It's crazy. When did it happen? Also, I was saying to Cormac Claude the other day, I was like, oh yeah, next year I was like saying like me and Amy would love to do something for our 30th. And then they were like, oh my God, you're 30 next year. I was like, when did it happen? I know, that came up in work the other day as well and everyone was like, you don't look 30. I was like, thanks, and I sure don't feel 30. I feel 16. I literally was like to call him Chloe, like, I feel like a teenager. Every time I do something, I'm like, whoops, clumsy teen. <laughs> literally, clumsy my dad was asking me where like someone lives one day and I was like, I don't know, and we were both getting so mad and then I was like, but I'm only a little girl and like, what do you expect from me? <laughs> I don't know anywhere. I haven't even been alive that long. I'm only a 29-year-old teenage girl. But honestly, isn't it mad? Like how... I don't know. I, I was trying to think the other day why I feel so young. And I was like, I wonder is it because like I don't like live at home or I don't whatever. But I just don't know what it is. But I just feel so young at heart. Like I don't feel it Same. Like I hope we stay that way forever. Well, I was about to say, long may it last. <laughs> But, but anyway, Ro, let me know what feel, you've been up to. So what have I been? So last week we were recording obviously on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday we had I had like a just a bit of a chill night here. Wednesday and Thursday were pretty chill. I went to the office on Thursday. We have like an office thing every Thursday where you can go and, and have food and stuff like that. So I went and that was really nice. 
And then just this weekend then, so my week was nice. I just kind of went to work and then kind of chilled at home and just like hung out with Cobb and Chloe, which was nice. But this weekend I was actually kind of jam-packed. So Friday evening we did this tour, this like tour thing in Lisbon. So it's basically you get in, you there's a manhole in the ground and it's only open for like two times in a year in May and September. And it's only open for like maybe like four or five days at a time. And oh yeah, I think you were talking about this last week, right? I think so. I think I was saying it last week and there is a name on it, but I can't remember what it is. And I've asked a million times, but you know when some names just don't stick, I can't remember it for some reason. Maybe it's because yeah. of But <laughs> I just I can't get to the stick. But basically we walked up to it. The, sh- the street was shut down. They're literally popped up in a manhole cover in the ground and you climb down the manhole cover. It was so bizarre. So like when you're underneath it, like all like you're just like just like just road above me like if this was open there'd be cars driving above me which is just weird but basically it's like where um this i think lisbon flooded like years ago and then they built this for where the water can go and flood and not floods so when the tsunami came basically a tsunami came to lisbon so they built these to where they could like flood out the water and then it gets flooded every year every year and it's basically the only two times in the year it's not flooded is may and september so that's why they can do the tours i didn't learn too much about it because your mom was meant to do it in english and he didn't i don't know if he didn't know english but um we had a girl with us and she was portuguese one of the, our friends from work and she was really good at translating so it was just really fucking cool to see like it's so it was so like kind of tiny and like it was really warm down there and like like even just being there was just so wild. Actually, I kept saying, "Oh my god, this looks like the Chamber of Secrets." <laughs> it looked exactly like that. Oh my god, that sounds actually so scary. I wouldn't be able to go down. Like I, I physically couldn't go go down there. It was it's very claustrophobic. And then when you go down, like you're walking down, like you have to go down really slowly because it's just this tiny little hole. But um, yeah, Chloe got a ticket for that. She kind of she heard of it and she's like, "Oh, let's go to that." So I was really glad I did. Um, mm-hmm. but then on Friday night, then I got to I have for ages and ages I wanted to do Korea I go to a Korean barbecue and I finally got to go on Saturday on Friday night and it was great I loved every second of gorgeous it. So I just feel like I'm on my I think I said a couple of weeks ago I'm on my Korean food buzz so that really itch yeah that really scratched the niche I was gonna say that it's just scratch <laughs> um so what is Korean barbecue like you cook it yourself kind of thing do they give you all the food yeah basically so you order like you're basically just ordering raw meat and then they um give it to you. So you can order like different things. So like we ordered like a different uh, platter, say, that had loads of different types of meat on it. So it was like beef and then there was, I think there was goat on it as well. And I can't say it was tartare. I, I tasted everything on it and everything tasted fine. I do not know what the goat was. <laughs> I didn't question <laughs> it. But, and then there was chicken and then there was, uh, there was um, prawns and then there was something else as well. Squid. There was squid on it as well. So basically, yeah, it's just a really hot, like, flat, really hot, like, flat surface, basically. It's just this, like, round, uh, what would you even call it? Like, uh, like, do you know the stone that you would um, cook a steak on when it comes out in the restaurant? Kind of similar to yeah. that. And it's really, really okay. hot. And underneath it is coal. So then you just cook your things. But then you can order sides as well. So I got a little side of kimchi. And then I got a side of tabaki, which is, you know, the Japanese, uh, the, sorry, the Korean rice cakes. 
I see all over. What TikTok. is kimchi? I thought that was just a flavor. Kim- no, kimchi is basically fermented cabbage. So it's co- it's cabbage, and then you cut it up. You put loads of salt on it to drag water out, and then you wash it basically, and then you put like this sauce on it that you make from like loads of different ingredients, and mo- like most of them are like Korean. And then, like, do you know the Gucci Garu paste? I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, I don't know which one is the paste or the chili flakes. But you put the chili flakes in there, and that's what makes it spicy. And basically, it's leave it to ferment, and it kind of has this like sour kind of spicy taste. Then, but like, doesn't sound great, but it's absolutely delicious. I actually think you'd love it. Yeah, that sounds so good. Oh my god, I'd say it. The whole yeah, thing this- was gorgeous. It, 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 oh, it was so good. I actually think that you'd love it. I think we should find somewhere in, in Dublin and we should go to a, like a Korean place. Or I don't, I, I say Dublin because I don't know where else around, like certainly not Carlo, but maybe like Kilkenny would have somewhere. But um, mm. I think you would actually love all that kind of food. I definitely would. I love all that. Yeah, we should look into that. I, I think though that like as well, it's really cool because you kind of get to eat at your own pace. Throw a couple mm-hmm. of things on, eat it, then come back to it. So it's really nice. But then other than that, on Saturday, what did we do Saturday? Saturday we went to Sintra, which is a town nearby here. And it's like up kind of in the mountains there. And it's just a really scenic, beautiful place. We went on a couple of tours there. We went to see a palace. We went to see an old castle ruins. And it was just really nice. Like just a lot of walking, a lot of sightseeing. Wow. Really like, again, I think you'd love that because it's kind of like a, it's nearly like a hike getting up to the top of the places. And um, it's just really scenic and like really cool and then we spent this the day there a gorgeous day and then we had some uh lunch and then we came home and surprise surprise you're not gonna believe it i went and watched Ireland match again <laughs> oh my god yeah that was uh, meant to, i didn't actually watch that match i think i was the only irish person that didn't watch it like i'm such an idiot i actually love watching rugby but i was i went i think i went to bed it's like eight o'clock i think it was it's it was on late enough. Like I just think of them like but like when they're playing it's like eight o'clock or whatever, but it's obviously it's in France, but like they're pumping sweat. Like I'm sweating watching it, just in a warm place. They're quite sexy. Someone to see that Kevin from my grandma put up um <laughs> you put up about like rugby players being in shorts. He was like the best thing about rugby is that they wear shorts and the rugby players' legs. The size of their like, legs yeah. is not normal. The size of them. And like it's such a physical sport. Like they play stuff in like slow-mo and like they're actually like I don't know how they don't break half their bones. I know. Oh it's my god, terrifying. they're so sexy. Anyway, so what's the next match now that they're playing? So yeah, they have a break next weekend and then I think they have a break next weekend because they know I'm flying home. Yeah, so fair enough. Like, they like, won't have one while she's while she's in the air. Then the the next one they have is like in two weeks time when they're playing Scotland. But this this match last uh, on Saturday was actually the like the first one that was like really tense because the other ones have kind of sailed through them. They were like they won by like loads and this one like it was tooth nails to the very end so it was a good match I was going to say we should uh, go to the pub and watch the Scotland one together but sure you'll be at a silly little wedding Amy I genuinely I was like oh when I come home now we'll have like a couple of weekends and then I was like chick you have a wedding like, why like literally always, why does it always run to me but also I think that for the next match so fingers crossed we what we with Scotland but for the one after that we should definitely go to the pub good crack all round like knowing us they won't uh, win <laughs> 
I know we'd be like all oh, set to go to match and we get there and it's like oh they're not playing today girls they got knocked out <laughs> yeah this is Scotland versus Wales or so anything well, else was that all you did kind of for the week not not all you did but I've genuinely been rambling now for about rugby for the last 20 minutes but then on Sunday <laughs> I just went to the beach for the whole day it was so glorious here to go to the beach yeah I just read my book is the weather nice months. again yeah like th- this was the first weekend where it didn't rain and it was just so hot this weekend now when I leave it's going to be 32 degrees or something so kind of fuck oh you my Portugal god. oh my god do you want to share me. your great news or yeah so I applied for another acting course and it was like it's like this it's another one in Dublin but it's actually online which suits me perfectly but I yeah I got in they said it was limited spaces and then I didn't hear back and I was like, I'm not going to get in. But then I got the news I got in and I'm over the moon. It's so amazing. I'm wait. delighted for you. Oh my God. I I'm knew just, you'd get in though. I'm of course so, you would. like, excited. Thank you. I, 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 do you know when it's just like, you're like, but what if I don't? Like, do you know there's always that niggling thing? But like, you actually might not. And then you're like, what the heck? And like, I was just kind of like, had a heart set on it because I was like oh this would be really cool now and like I just I don't know I just feel like when I'm doing stuff like that like I just have I'm using my creative side a lot and I think it's just really good for my brain when I'm doing that kind of stuff yeah but 100% that's delighted. what you love well, thank you I but know I'm delighted for I am so boring honestly I did fuck all at the weekend I actually met our friends Miriam and Denise and we went to Newbridge and we had sushi I've had that sushi before it's so fucking nice I just love sushi sushi so much and we did a little bit of shopping I've spent a lot of money and like I'm getting my car service tomorrow and I'm like why am I spending all this money like it's so silly but anyways and then on Sunday I actually helped Val paint some skirtings and doors in her house and you know what it was the perfect Sunday because yeah we wanted to like spend time together but it was like lashing rain and like we didn't want to go and do anything and it was just perfect, just like sitting there listening to music, having the chit chat. So it was a lovely Sunday. And then, yeah, like lately, honestly, I've just been getting into bed. I've been watching sex education and reading my book and just like going to bed so early and doing fuck all. And I've just, I don't know. At first I was like, this is like great. This is the life. And now I just feel so drained. And I think it's from relaxing so much. Like I need an inject of a bit of fun. Like, well, that. First of all, it sounds so lovely to me and wholesome. The Sunday painting sounds glorious. But also, like, having a new time getting to bed with your book, watching Sex Education, like, that is just sounds like a great time to me. I know. But I just feel like I've done enough, like, solitary healing that, like, now I need to, like, let my hair down. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready to just, like, have fun. Um, but also, well, there's a couple of new things no on more. telly. I'll be home. <laughs> There's Raw Air on Traw started. So like Love on the Beach, like the Irish Love Island. And yeah. it's actually so good, Roisin. Like you should watch it when you come home. It's on every Monday night and it's basically like trying to be like Love Island. And they're not like hiding the fact that they're trying to be like Love Island. Do you know what I mean? Like they have the water bottles with their names on it. But they're like injecting like Irish. So there's like basically... There's 10 contestants, so there's five Gael Gores and then five contestants who have, like, cupola fuckle, I'm saying in air quotes. So then, like, they pair them up accordingly. So, like, a Gael Gore with someone who only has a few words and they, they're trying to teach them uh, Irish, you know what I mean? But whilst forming a connection. So Grania Shoya, of course, is the uh, love judge, basically. And she's um, love that. yeah, she is like watching them all the time. So she's 
she's judging them on like their connection but also the amount of like Irish they're speaking and yeah it's so they, they couple them up like they don't get to choose themselves and I just I don't know I just love it because I'm like yeah it's they're they're trying to be like Love Island which everyone could roll their eyes at but like they have something special which no one else has which is Irish you know what I mean I think it's such a nice idea I just I really liked it to be honest I can't wait to watch it next week yeah because that sounds so like I said like it's different but it also sounds like so crazy that it works like do you know it's like that but then you're yeah like, I'd love to know how they came up with the rules I know uh, but like they go on dates and like they were kissing and all like and it's so funny because like they're talk like it's really nice to see them talking about normal things in Irish so they obviously have like English subtitles up and like the lads are like oh like like some of the lads that can speak fluent Irish are saying like oh I think she's gorgeous and blah 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 like just normal things you'd say every day just in Irish and it's just it's just so nice to see it and like even Grania comes in and she says things like just as you would normally say or you'd hear on a normal show but it's in Irish and it's just like that's so nice like so I think that's definitely think that's worth so the watch. I think so good to be promoting like Irish as well. Yeah 100% it's so it, cool. You know? It's making it like cool and modern and like you know it might entice like younger people to go on the show and like get into Irish you know what I mean yeah exactly and also like I think as well like Ireland needs something like that like we don't really have anything mm-hmm. of like our own like or in Irish or other than um remember that show that used to be on Ross and Arun? <laughs> yeah but, like, or Africa <laughs> Africa oh my god I haven't talked about that in years that's like the Roman Empire I haven't talked about that in a long time um, but I actually wonder can I try catch it up on catch up on what channel was it on it's on Virgin Media I actually think I will watch that now and then be able to watch the one on Monday because I really think that that'd be up right up my alley yeah and do you know what I think is back tonight the bake-off <gasps> oh me and Amy used to um when we lived in Canada last year we used to get into bed and watch we used, when sex education came out we'd get into bed and watch that and then We'd also get into bed and watch um, Great British Bake Off, and it was just so lovely. It would just be so nice evenings, and we got to judge. We really judge people on on their um, baking skills as well. Yeah, we love that. That's so cozy. That's when you know, like, fucking winter is coming. Winter is here. But um, come here to me. I have one question about Grand Tra. Is there anybody that we know on it, like celebrity wise? Not celebrity, but well known. I'd say is a girl called. I think her name is Megan. It's Megan definitely, but I think it's is her surname Byrne. She's actually like a presenter on Beat, and she's from like. Connor was saying he knows her from like Hackestown or somewhere. It's like she's from Carlo. I'm not sure which town, but she's she's on it. Yeah, and she's lovely on it. She's great. But I don't actually know. I don't know anyone else. But I don't think you're meant to. Like I think they're they're just normal people. Do you know? Sorry, for some reason I thought in my head it was influencers that was on it. But that's nice that it's no, like, because kind of like people that you don't know. I did actually think Lauren Whelan, and a few people have said it to me, oh, it was Lauren Whelan on that. And I thought she was meant to, but she could come into it because they introduced a new couple as well. Uh, but James Charles, uh, or James Charles. <laughs> James Kavna. <laughs> Imagine James Charles. James Kavna and another one are like the Kinneras or whatever they're called, the like house person. And the house people, they. Yeah. I didn't know he yeah. fluent Irish. He can't. So he, it's him and another girl, and she's a girl gore and he's not. And so that's kind of the Sorry. theme of okay, the whole show. Yeah, so he's kind of learning as well. Um, but they're the presenters basically, and then Grania is the judge. So, you know, they'd introduce Grania and did blah blah blah. So 
yeah I'm interested to see now the first episode was promising so I hope the, the rest follows on but anyway enough about Grawire and Shaw De- we need Grawire in our own lives honest to god any luck on that front at all me, me none no I actually deleted Tinder today and I know I've done it a million times Roisin but I need a Tinder detox like I was becoming obsessed with and I just think cool the jets you know what I mean sometimes you get like that and you just find yourself so what I used to hate is like or Tinder and lots of things that like you kind of get over a, like a daydream and you're on a, you get over daydream and you're on the app and you're like what the hell how the hell did I get here I don't want to be on the like app. literally I was sitting having lunch with Val today and I was like scroll and say Instagram and next thing I was on Tinder and I was like I'm sitting with my friend having lunch and why am I going on Tinder like so fucking weird and that was the final shot for me I said this needs to go you're like girly you need to go to the bin and on your going but that's like grand like give yourself a detox and then whenever you want to redownload it do have yeah. a little TD that's a tinder dick a tinder dick talks I said <laughs> <laughs> Right, Ro, let's leave the catch up there because we're heading on to half an hour and I mean, we've got a whole show ahead of us. Okay, and we're into topic of the week time. It's your co-host Amy here (laughs) bringing you topic of the week once more. Okay, so the topic this week is urban slang words. So basically, I'm going to call out a list of words or phrases that the youth of today uses on social media. And I'm going to see, does Roshi know what they mean? Because, you know, like sometimes we (laughs) use words and we might not know. We might, because as we said, we're about to be 30. So number one, we need to keep up with the youths. Like, I don't want them talking trash about me in the streets and not being able to keep up. Also, we need to test ourselves. You know, if we don't keep ourselves informed, who else will? Right, okay. So, as I said, it's like words or phrases. And if you don't know, hazard a guess and then I'll tell you what it is, you know? Um, There's no pressure, Roders. Don't, no need to be nervous or scared. So, the first, I'm going to ease you into it to give you a taster, all right? Okay. Yes. The first one, I'm so excited. (laughs) The first one is era. Like, you know, like we're in our era, so like we're in the year or the years. Yeah. So can you give me an example? Use it in a sentence. So like the end of an era. So like the end of like a really like good time or a long time. Okay, no, but I mean, you know, people are using it nowadays in like, uh, so, okay, I'll give you an example. So (laughs) if like, I know you're right, you're right in what you're saying. That is what era means. But I mean, in today's world, what is it? So, like, for example, oh, sorry, I've been sorry, yeah, I I've been really liking ramen at the minute, so I'm now in my ramen era. Yes, okay, cool. So if I'm listening to sad music, I'm in my sad girl era. Getcha, getcha. Yeah, or like, I'm really into houseplants, so I'm like in my houseplant era, you know? <laughs> sorry, sorry that I used the end of an era, a literal quote from Friends, which is not modern. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, that's, that is what era means. Okay, next one is an abbreviation. So there's a few of these as well. Now, again, I'm starting off easy just to ease us into the game. IRL. Oh, in real life? Is that what it means? Correct, Amundoro. In real life. Don't know why they can't just say these kind of things. Okay, so if you see or if you hear or see someone saying eight left no crumbs okay yeah like they um did a fantastic job mm-hmm. yeah so they did well they slayed beyonce ate and left no crumbs so when they say it's giving um god how do you explain this so like it's giving so like 
if someone is if I was like running after somebody like a lad and night out like trying to get his attention like someone could say it's giving desperate like I'm acting desperate <laughs> yeah exactly that's it okay this one really threw me when it first came out SMH is it shake my head I see people saying it all the time but I don't know what it is it is shake my head and I always thought it was so much hate <laughs> I think we should start using it as so much hate. <laughs> but Roshi, like for so long, I was like, that doesn't really make sense the way they're using that. And then it was, it's just shake my head. But I'm like, why are people shaking their heads so much? Anyway, um, it's like the next one. The older generation taught LOL was uh, lots of love. So someone texted their son and said, grandma died, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, poor gran. The next one is L- Lizzie. Litty, I just, th- these things, like, how did the youth of today come up with this stuff? Uh, Litty mm-hmm. is, like, drunk, right? So, Litty is just, like, lit, which means to be full, like, it's fun or it's wild, but Litty is, like, extra Sorry, fun yeah. and wild. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so, Lit is grand, you know, good, have a good time, Litty, the best, the bomb, kind of. Thing. Yeah, like, it's even more lit, you know, it's giving Littier. <laughs> I think that I just uh, showed my age when I referred to it as the bomb. But anyway, we'll we'll move on. <laughs> the bomb.com. Uh, <laughs> the next one is okay, this is like hard, but if you think about it, you'll know what it is. So it's IYKYK. I see this everywhere and I've no idea what it means. Does it mean I know I know? Really? I know. It's if you know, you know. No idea. Amy, I genuinely, because people, I've seen a hashtag on TikTok. And I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, if you know, you know. So now you do know what that Never means. That. <laughs> I'll add that to my list, my list of young people sayings. <laughs> I can send you over this. It's in my note. Uh, okay, so the next one is fell off. Fell off. Why, mm-hmm. did, why is the first thing that I thought of when you said that as a toenail falling off? I know that's oh, not Jesus. It, it fell off, like, would it be, like, gone, like, you know, gone away? Yeah, so it would mostly be when you're talking about, like, an influencer or a celeb, like, someone well-known. And if if you say, oh, they fell off, like, they're not talked about anymore, or they're not doing well, like, they're not in the limelight anymore, really. They fell off. Okay, gotcha. Well, it could so not that one a little more than the rest. Yeah, it's not, like, cancelled because they didn't do anything wrong. They just... They're not relevant, basically. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. I gotcha. Okay, the next one is Riz. Oh God, Riz. La, I actually don't know. Like Riz, like I don't know why I think. All like, I can think in is sparkle. Like, give it a Riz. Give it some sparkle. <laughs> 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 I have no idea. Okay, Riz um, is like someone like who has game, who is like flirting game. <laughs> So I suppose you could say they do have that so razzle dazzle. So you have to say dead wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it your best and that's all we can ask. Okay, this one I have never heard of. So a lot of these I got off Urban Dictionary as well. But this, when I looked up like 2023, like slang words, whatever, it was like, uh, this came up a lot too. Touch grass. Touch grass? something to do with weed I've no idea I, would ne- I wouldn't even know where to start yeah I was thinking that first but it's actually you might say it to someone who's like losing the run of themselves like you need to touch grass man like you need to go out and ground yourself kind of thing oh like bring yourself back down to earth kind of thing like it's quite literal yeah you need to get out there and put pop your tootsies on the grass girly mm-hmm. okay the next one is low key so I know how to say it like okay like so like he's low key something so like he's 
would you say like you know he's would you say like it's likened to like oh like he's kind of cute like he's looking cute like he's kind of cute yeah it's like he it's secretly like so somebody who's not stereotypically good looking you might say oh he's low-key cute yeah yeah okay yeah I, it's kind of hard to explain isn't it it's hard to explain and then high key is just the opposite like he's high key cute to somebody who is stereotypically good looking okay uh stan Stan, yeah, like, we stan, is that like, like, we love? Yeah, so stan is like when you're obsessed with a celeb or like you, you, you would do anything kind of for a celeb. But it actually originally came from Eminem's song, Stan. You know, the one where he's obsessed with Eminem and he's writing him the letters. So that's why people, like, you're called a stan is if, that, like, you're obsessed. Is that where that came yeah, from? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's so funny, isn't it? Never in a million years knew that, but it amount to make so much sense. Okay, these next few are from Urban Dictionary. I've never heard them. I've never he- heard anyone using them. And I don't know if people do use them, but I just thought they were funny, so I'd add them in. The first one I have used and my sister uses like as a funny thing but um if you don't know these hazard a guess so the first one is scrumped scrumped is that like eight no like i she's i scrumped her (laughs) (laughs) that is scrumptious no but good guess uh it's an it's another word for scream or screamed my mother scrumped for help (laughs) sorry yes the scream i scrumped i saw before (laughs) yeah um, I thought that's so funny. The next one is nibblings. Nibblings. What do you think it could nice be? Nice siblings. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god, you're close. It's a collective term for nieces and nephews. My nibblings are coming over. Oh my god! Now that you say that, I think I saw that on TikTok. Maybe. Really? I've never heard that before. I thought it was so fucking funny. I think it was this girl, and she was like, "I'm money now," referring to my nieces and nephews as nibblings. <laughs> Okay, the next one is hagging. Sorry, say that one again. Hagging. H-A-G-G-I-N-G. Hagging. Oh, God. Like, kind of like an old hag? (laughs) Like, looking like old? (laughs) Kind of. So, it's like uh, when you're meeting up with your friends looking like shit. So, when you're all just, like, in your normal clothes and your hair is greasy and you've no makeup on. It's like, are we going hagging tonight or what are we doing? Oh my God, I am adding that to my vocabulary immediately because I'm constantly hagging. <laughs> like, I'm never not hagging, to be completely honest. I go to work hagging. <laughs> Literally, I wake up hagging and I go to bed hagging. So the next one, if I was to say to you, I'm going orca. So I'm in work, I'm in the office so and I'm about to go orca. orca. I'll, t- I'll tell you my thought process. Orca, massive whale. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like... I'm going orca, like I'm going big. I'm going, I'm going all out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love your thought. Uh, so going orca is the is the act of going berserk or acting out at work due to frustration from years of captivity. Sorry, is that because uh, an orca whale kills somebody at work? It's because they fucking won't stop capturing the orcas and they won't let them loose. And then they like go, they're so surprised when they attack the trainers. But like my no, boss better fairness, not be like, surprised if I, if I attack them. And I was put inside. No, but fair enough though. Like when you're like put in work and you're deprived, like you have to go orca. <laughs> but like I am going to say that from now on if anyone's pissing me off I'm, a, I'm about to say I'm about to go Orca if someone asks you to do the bare minimum just be like I can feel Orca coming out so I'd step away 
<laughs> also, the word berserk is so funny. The next one yeah, well, is... I think we should bring that back. The next one is skin dog. This is the last one. Skin dog. Skin dog. Okay, I'll tell you my thought process. I'm going to say a couple of things that jumped into my head. Number one, hot dog sausage with no skin on it. Number two, give me some skin <laughs> dog. Like, give me like a handshake. <laughs> Um, honestly all brilliant and like uh, probably better than the what it is i'd say way off though so skin dog so you know the way like people refer to like their dogs as like their fur babies well skin dog is what you would refer to your actual children as so like the opposite of fur babies so like for example i would say i have one baby nelly and i have two skin dogs park and james oh <laughs> Oh, but people are not calling their children skin dogs. <laughs> it's because like animals are obviously becoming so like popular as like like indoor pets and like people are treating them like babies. Like I treat Nelly like my baby. So like if I had an actual child, like Nelly is the first baby and the child would be my skin dog. <laughs> Sorry, imagine being like, what you have a home? Just two fur babies and three skin dogs. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard, hope you learned a thing or two there, Ro. I absolutely loved every second of that. Number one, learn things. Number two, you know I love a quiz. And also yeah. hilarious. So I really enjoyed that, Miss. Thanks so much. I just think it's vitally important to stay in touch with the kids because next thing you know, you'll be asking them, what's your password? You know what I mean? Next thing you know, you'll be talking to them and use the word the bomb and then they're going to egg you. And you have to be aware <laughs> about these kind of things. You know, and as friends, we have to keep each other informed, you know. What if a man came up to me and asked me to watch a skin dog for a second and I screamed and called him a pervert? You know, you don't know. But Roisin, also, that saying could change to what you're thinking. So you, you blink, need to stay up to date. In the blink of an eye, in the blink of an eye, I could then ask, say someone, no problem, I'll watch your skin dog next thing cold piece of flesh comes out you don't know what these things or somebody come up could come up to you and say i want to try out my riz on you and you could say yeah you've got that razzle dazzle baby and next <laughs> thing you're making a show of yourself kind of they'll say i want to try that riz on you and i go oh my god cool is that a, a scene from chicago <laughs> no it's not actually jazz fingers at all times <laughs> but anyway so glad I could um share my my street knowledge with you all even though I had to look all those up myself well can I say 10 out of 10 topic thoroughly enjoyed it cheers roll review of the week review of the week pop, pop. sorry <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it at the end there but kind of tip off <laughs> very <laughs> high note there. there well miss welcome to review of the week Roisin I'm so happy to be here and excited to hear what you have to say well last week we heard Amy giving a review of a movie she went and saw and obviously that we're not together and um, we're not reviewing things together so I said this week I'd actually review um, a documentary I watched on Netflix um so the name of the documentary is called The Murdoch Family Murders and it is basically, so there is a, the first season came out maybe sometime last year or just at the end of the year before and then the second season was just dropped uh, last week. So that's why it's kind of back in the media and back in people's, the forefront of their mind. So have you ever heard anything about it? The name Murdoch sounds really familiar to me but I have no idea why. So you probably might have seen it on like last year when it all came out, like the first season, it was all over or whenever it was. 
I think I don't know if it only came out last year, but for some reason it blew up last year and everybody was watching it at the same time. But um, maybe like an article went out about it or something. But it was all over TikTok and Instagram. But basically, the I'm not gonna. I was just telling Amy before this. I'm not going to go into too much detail on what happens because I really think everyone should watch this. It's like there's two seasons and there's three episodes in each season and each episode's about an hour. So it's it's really good and it's just it's just so unbelievable. So the first season, um, it starts off and basically like the whole not the whole thing but a lot of the season has been taken up by um following the events of a boat crash and um and the young girl named Mallory died in the boat crash so the whole thing is about the Murdoch family and there's just a lot of things in the they're from South Carolina they're from a small town in South Carolina and there's a lot of things that happens in this small town that are been that are able to be traced back to them number one is this boat crash um, so Alec, Alex Murdaugh is the head of that family. So his family have owned a, like a lawyer firm in that town for like up, like the past hundred years. So his granddad worked there, his granddad's father worked there. So they've owned this lawyer, the, this um, business for years and years and years. His father, uh, so Alex is a um, lawyer. So basically his son Paul is um, has a bit of a, he's, he's young, he's um, like, 19 or 20 at the time I believe and he has like a drink problem basically there are all their friends Paul is um, driving he's driving the boat but he's also after been drinking and he's kind of going crazy and basically he crashes the boat and Mallory dies so the first season is pretty much about that trying to figure out like what happened at the boat crash how like they Paul Mur- um, Murdoch got away with like and no charges were pressed against him because the family are so well connected they kind of just keep getting away from everything but while we're learning about that boat murder other things are coming to light as well but there's a housekeeper who used to work for the Murdoch family who mysteriously fell down the stairs and died and that was never um looked into and they kind of they believe that the Murdoch family had something to do with that they got away with it there's loads of money being Stole, uh, stolen from clients, like thousands and thousands of stolen from clients um, that were part of the, the lawyer firm. There was the clients of that firm. And then there was also a hit and run where a young boy was killed. And it said that one of, there's two, there was two sons from the Murdoch family. And it said that the one, one of them was driving the boat and killed the girl Mallory. Then the other was driving the car um, that the hit and run where the, the boy got killed. So there's just loads of deaths in this town that are surrounding the Murdoch family. And basically, we go through all of the, uh, like these events and then how the Murdochs keep getting away with it. But then there's kind of also a massive shocker that happens in season one. And that is that Alex Murdoch rings 911 and says, please, so they live on this massive, massive plot of land. Like it's humongous so they have their big house and then like you have to kind of drive down to them where the stables are then they have dog kennels so it's huge so Alex Murdoch went down to he rang the 911 to say he went down to the stables and there he found his son and uh, wife after being shot dead so the youngest son Paul Murdoch who was driving the boat with the girl Mallory that was in it and then also his wife was shot dead but then this is all going on so they're linked to all these murders, but then also his wife and son are after been murdered. And then it kind of turns out 
in the heel of the reel that this man had got the family away from all these debts surrounding them. He's after stealing thousands of money from these clients. And then also he killed his wife and son because his reputation was going down the drain. He knew all of the people were connecting all these dots from all of these different murders and all of the money being stolen from them. So his rationale was that he was going to kill his wife and child. And then everyone would stop looking at him to think that someone was targeting the family. So that's season one, basically. Oh my God. There's just so much that happens in it. Like you just don't even believe like everything there's something new comes out and you're like there's hardly all of these deaths surrounding this family like you're like there's just no way that they wouldn't have went down for this by now but they just keep getting away with it so basically in to sum it up um in the first season we have a young man's hit um hit by a car and we have a housekeeper who trips and falls on some stairs and dies and then we have a young woman who dies in a boat accident and then on top of all that his wife and son are murdered so then season two basically just follows the trial of Alex Murdaugh for his the the um, killing of his wife and child at the stables. And basically it goes through all of the evidence that they have, which is just so fucking wild. But then at the end of the season two, it kind of leaves on a bit of a cliffhanger because there's just a lot of people saying that like there's no way he could have done this on his own. So there might be someone else out there who was able to help with the murders, but they're still at large. But I would definitely give it a watch. It's genuinely one of the most fucked up, like, documentary type things I've ever watched because there's just so much death surrounding this family and they've got away with it for years and years because they own the law firm. But it's just so wild. So it's called The Murdoch Family Murders. Uh, Sorry, it's called A Murdoch uh, Family Murders. um, A Southern Scandal is the full name. Um, but it's based in South Carolina and yeah it's just wild like there's what I like about it is it's a lot of interview based so the first season it's all basically of the people who were actually on that boat crash and it's just really sad it's really harrowing that they were there for it and then they're also able to tell stuff that they know about the family and it's just wild it's crazy and there's only two seasons only the two seasons yeah so he was actually sentenced your man alex uh, sorry the court case was actually last year and then now um the actual documentary is out now so i don't know if there's going to be a third season there could be there's going to be i think that they're probably going to try like i'm not going to tell you exactly what happens but there's going to be a third season because they're going to try look into it a bit more i think um but yeah, it's just if you're looking for something that'll kind of like, you know, you see a documentary and you're like, I just don't understand how that actually happened in the real world and how people get away with this shit. It's like that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. What would you give it out of 10? I'm like, as you know, I'm a big documentary nut, nut, but I think I'd give it like definitely an eight. Like it's just, it's not like the best documentary I've ever watched in my life, but it's definitely up there with one of like nine, eight, eight kind of nine eight or nine kind of out of ten um it's just so good and it's just like just when you think that like it couldn't get worse someone else dies and and they're linked mm-hmm. to that family <laughs> it's like how is everyone just dropping like flies that's mad i um don't i know I, i'm very odd but i don't really like the whole murder crime documentaries and stuff but that sounds really good and i also really like the way uh, you said it was like interview based i love things like that I love hearing it from people's own words rather than being fed kind of stuff um so I'm definitely going to give that a watch because I just finished sex education so I do want to watch something else but I kind of get a bit scared it's a bit like it is a bit kind of like eerie because 
it's just like you're listening to these people have been interviewed and it's just like how did like what i like about documentaries like i know that like i'm kind of like i manage crude crime i managed true crime and stuff like that but like it's just i just can't get my head around how things some things happened i'm like i just don't understand how people got away with that but um yeah mm. definitely worth to watch because it is interview based and it's just even the first season it's just really mad to know like from people's mouths like how they've known these people for years and how everyone has suspected things about them but nothing has ever been done i suppose well Ro, thanks very much that sounds really good and i'm definitely going to give it a watch maybe some people at home well, might Jesus, too do miss make sure you have the lights on Okay, guys, so we're on to our last segment, which is the Am I the Asshole segment. And I uh, I have picked one this week, and I'm going to read it out to you now. Uh, there's no kind of heading for this one. It's short and sweet, so I'm just going to read it out to you, Ro. My ex cheated on me with his current partner. We still contact, in brackets, via Snapchat, behind her back. Am I the asshole? Oh, God. That's a very, very messy situation. And mm-hmm. why, <laughs> goes back to your point, why is anybody talking on, on Snapchat? Truly. I think Snapchat is the root of all evil. But I think it is as well. Like now, like there's so, like Snapchat is so dangerous that the snaps, that the chats disappear. Yeah. I, Personally, I, I think she is the asshole. I think um she, like, she is obviously trying to get one up on this girl. She still has feelings for this lad, which is like, fair but like he did that to you that hurts so bad I would like be telling the girl look he's still trying to contact me on snapchat and like be the bigger person let her deal with that and forget him like like he's a loser he's and if he's texting you behind her back best believe he's texting other people as well like he's not being faithful to you or her and I just think like you're being a dickhead and you look like an idiot 1000% I 100% agree with you I agree. I think that, number one, don't be talking on Snapchat. Number two, once a cheater, <laughs> always a cheater. And number three, if you're asking if you're the asshole, it's probably because you already know that you are and you feel a little bit guilty. Exactly. And you're literally, you're showing him that he can have whatever he wants. Like, he can cheat on you and have this girl. Like, he doesn't want you because he cheated on you. He doesn't want you because he's now with this girl. And you're he's like wanting to text you on the side for a bit of fun and you're letting him do that so like you might as well just have doormat row on your forehead and also like not everybody if you're lucky enough you don't but like a lot of people know what sorry i don't know how i flipped my camera there (laughs) (laughs) um not everybody knows this but like a lot of people do know what it feels like to be cheated on and it's not nice and now like you're kind of enabling him to cheat on somebody else yeah even if it is the girl that he cheated on you with that doesn't make it right like you know what I mean I think what you should do I think yes you are the asshole I think you should firstly delete snapchat I think you need to delete him like you're obviously not going to tell her just get him out of your life and just try and move on because that is such a toxic situation and you're getting the raw end of the deal no matter you're the dirty little secret now you know what I mean and like he's even if he does get back with you you're always going to be like, oh, who's he texting behind my back? So, yeah, you're an asshole and you're stupid, in my opinion. I agree. Like, I feel like that even though, like, you obviously must think that you still have feelings for this man and that you love him, but, like, 
cut like quit while you're ahead like you're only prolonging the hurt you're only talking to him because it still feels safe but like you know what you're doing is wrong so just quit mm-hmm. there you have it folks you've heard it here first you are the asshole well sorry to hear bestie but you are unfortunately we, we've <laughs> thrown down the gavel the jury's out that was the gavel <laughs> <laughs> And that is it for another week, besties, and our last remote record. Well, for now. But we are so excited we're going to be back together uh, next week. We really, really hope you enjoyed, and we can't wait to see you next week. Bye, Bye, bestie. bestie!